So we got a faith-only podcast coming your way right now, a little video version of the podcast. We're going to talk about Romans 2.6. So the entire podcast is devoted to this one verse. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this verse is I'm going to get into it in detail, obviously, for the next 20-25 minutes. But number one, I'm starting Romans right now, which I'm going to talk about here in a second. And this verse really jumped off the page at me, and it really spoke to me in a multitude of ways that I'm going to share in this podcast. But number two, I also feel like the concept that is uncovered in Romans 2.6 is something that a lot of people struggle with. It's something that a lot of people, both de- well, definitely non-believers that might be considering the Christian faith, and then they read a verse like Romans 2.6, and it can be really be confusing. But I also think early Christians and young Christians that are just kind of finding their way in the faith, I really feel like this is a verse that can be very confusing. And it can, it can lead you to feel things that uh, may not necessarily be true, and it may send you down a path that may not necessarily be the right path, as I'm going to share with you guys how it, how it originally and initially spoke to me. And so my hope is that this sheds a little bit of light onto Romans 2.6 and helps you remember kind of the ultimate message behind not only Romans 2.6, but all of Scripture. So I really hope you guys enjoy the next 20-25 minutes. Here is Romans 2.6 coming your way right now. Tim Schultz here for the F-Cubed podcast video version, baby. We just got done recording the uh, the baseball analogy podcast, and so that one probably came before this one. Uh, there might be some little ones in between. I'm not sure. Sometimes I just randomly record, so I can't guarantee that that is the order, but it probably will be. And so if you listen to that, if you kind of struggled your way through that, I really hope that you got a little bit of value from it because I had a lot of fun kind of putting that together. But this one, I really thought that I wanted to also record a faith podcast today because this is a verse that really, really spoke to me when I studied it about a week ago. And so for some of you that have been following me across social media or through the podcast or whatever, you know that I've been starting Hebrews. We studied Hebrews in our small group. And so when we finished studying Hebrews, I was like, well, what am I going to do now? And so I decided to study Romans, which is a just a, man, it is a bombastic book inside of the Bible that is just filled with so much rich text and just so many things in there about God, about Jesus, about faith, about us. Just, I mean, it's all in there, man. So Romans is crazy, right? So I started studying Romans and I'm only, I've been studying it now for like several weeks. I'm only like midway through, maybe near the end of, of uh, chapter two of the book because every couple of lines, every couple of verses, I get stopped in my tracks by something that Paul has written that really just sings to me about Jesus. It really just sings to me about God and his grace and his mercy and his just unconditional love for me, his unconditional love for you. And so I'm just like, man, wow. And so I'm really, rather than racing through this and reading through it like a Harry Potter novel, like my wife is reading right now, I am really trying to take my time and digest it and try to understand what God is trying to show me or speak to me about in that moment. Well, there's one verse that I want to focus on right now that by the title of this podcast, you probably already know what it is, but it's Romans 2, 6. 
So Romans 2.6, I'm going to pull this up on my computer here. I was going to potentially create a slide for you guys, but I haven't gotten to that point yet for the podcast. And so we're not going to do that just yet, but that is coming down the road. Uh, keeping in mind, I'm just, I'm a one man show. So I have to figure out, you know, kind of what takes precedence over uh, the other things. But Romans 2.6. So Romans 2.6 says, God will repay each person according to what they have done. God will repay each person according to what they have done. So it's a really short verse. There's not a lot going on there. But I thought, man, I want to take a couple of minutes, you know, probably like 17 or 18. And I want to, I just want to unpack, you know, the things that jumped off the page at me when I read that. And maybe they will help you in your own faith journey, whether you're starting a new faith journey, you know, with Christ, whether you're strengthening your faith journey with Christ, whether you're just considering your faith journey with Christ. If you're at that stage in the process and you're listening to my faith only uh, episodes, then man, I'm really, really humbled by that. Thank you for hanging around with us. That really, really means the world to me. But we were all we will all be repaid according to what we have done. So the first thing that jumps out to me from that line is, man, I better get to work. Like, wow, I'm going to be judged. I'm going to be judged based on what I do. I'm going to be judged based on my actions. You know, it seems really clear right there. Like Paul is reminding us, hey, God is going to repay each and every one of us according to what we have done. And so, I mean, it's all throughout scripture where we're going to be judged. There is going to be a day of judgment. There's going to come a day when we are going to stand before God and we are going to have to give an account for how we lived our life. We are going to have to give a record of what we chose to do. The good, the bad, the things we don't want God to know about. Like all that stuff is coming out, right? Nothing is hidden. There are no secrets. It's all out in the open. And we're going to have to answer for all of it. And so if I'm just being open and honest and transparent with you guys, which is how I do these podcasts, the first thing that jumped off the page at me was, man, I better get to work. Like I better I better really start polishing up my resume. Like I better really start, you know, kind of putting together something that's worthwhile because I don't want to be caught off guard on that day of judgment, right? I don't want the day of judgment to come and I'm standing before God and I just have this litany of terrible decisions that I've made that I never tried to correct, that I never tried to improve upon throughout my life because everybody's got a litany of terrible decisions the litany that i have it's probably larger than your litany if we're comparing litanies i would i would rank my litany as being pretty high like don't let me fool you on this podcast on the youtube channel on my content for those of you that might follow me through tasty trade like i'm just a normal dude man i'm just a regular dude and i've made so many mistakes so many mistakes some more catastrophic than others and so when I think about that, I'm like, man, wow, like all that is coming to the forefront. I better at least show some attempts to get better, right? I better at least show some improvements along the way. I mean, I look at Romans 2 6 and it's like, man, I'm going to be judged, you know, according to what I have done. But then I stopped and I thought and I meditated and I was reminded in that moment that. When I stand in judgment and when you stand in judgment, when anyone stands in in judgment, 
We don't have to stand alone if we don't want to. We don't have to stand mano a mano with God himself. We have an advocate if we so choose. We have a partner in this little thing called life if we decide we want this partner. And of course, I'm referring to Jesus. I'm referring to God's very own son, right? Jesus has said also in scripture over and over and over again that he is ready and willing to be our advocate. He is ready and willing to be our partner in life if we put all of our trust and our faith and our hope in him. And so if we choose, we can stand in judgment, but not alone. So that's the first thing that gave me a ton of reassurance because I was like, wow, man, like I don't have to do this alone. Like just think about like step aside from Romans for a second, step aside from like scripture for a second and just think about like when you're going to do something really, really hard, right? Like when I'm about to do something really, really hard, I don't always like to do it by myself, right? I, I feel a lot more safety if I'm doing it with someone. And especially with someone that I know and I trust and I love and I can depend on, like my wife, for example, like Autumn, right? Like if we're going to do something new and exciting, that's a little bit scary and that kind of you know strikes a little bit of fear in my heart. I'm like, man, let's do this together. Like that just makes me feel so much better and I'd be willing to bet that many of you are the same way yourselves where you're like, man, I love doing things with somebody else, something brand new, something that kind of makes me feel a little bit uneasy. So for that reason alone, it's like, wow, it sounds pretty awesome to have somebody there. You know, I mean, for lack of a better phrase, and this is an awful phrase actually, but an independent third party, right, that can kind of mediate between, you know, me and God, right, that can kind of serve as a bridge between or at least, or at least a third party just to be there to make sure all the facts are straight, right, just to make sure everybody's got their story straight. As if God's not going to have his stories there. I'm pretty sure the only one looking to twist a story in that exchange is going to be me. But from just a numbers only standpoint, it makes me feel really good that I'm like, wow, I don't have to do this alone. But here's what else, here's where it really gets crazy. Here's where it really starts to get wild. And here's where that verse really starts to take on a completely different meaning. Because I think that when most, when most non-believers... And even most like early young Christians that are just kind of very new to the faith and they're trying to figure out all the things. Because Christianity, oh my gosh, man, this is a separate podcast, but it's extremely complicated and extremely complex. It's also very, very simple and straightforward, but the layers just go really deep. There's so many things involved. And so when you're trying to figure it out and you're trying to decipher, you know, kind of like not even so much like right from wrong and good from bad, but just like what it's telling you and just trying to interpret, you know, the core beliefs of the faith. It's like, man, some of these things are as clear as mud, right? At least at first glance, you're like, man, some of these things, I'm not quite sure, you know, kind of what's going on here. Well, I think this verse, and there are many verses like this verse, is one example like like that. It's one example of that, where it's like, man, I read that, Right, And I think immediately, like that thought that I had when I first read it, and I would classify myself as not a, a new Christian. I'm certainly not like, you know, an advanced Christian or anything like that. I'm probably like late stage beginner, early stage intermediate, if we're using some kind of a spectrum or hierarchy. 
But even when I look at that, I'm like, well, yeah, that that motivates me to want to do something. If I'm a, if I'm a brand new Christian and I'm looking at that, I'm thinking, man, I got to work. I got to work my tail off. I got to work my face off. Otherwise, I'm going to be judged for all the negative things I've done and I'm not getting in, right? I'm not getting into heaven. I'm not going through the pearly gates. Like, I'm going to get rejected. Well, here's what's wild and crazy. When you actually progress in your faith and understand scripture a little bit more and you actually take the time to learn about Jesus's life and what he has so clearly said to us many, many, many times. When we do put our faith in Jesus and we ask him to come alongside us and we invite him into our hearts and we basically center our entire lives around him to the best of our ability, which sometimes is not very, very strong. But when we, when we center our lives around Jesus in earnest, what happens is at that very moment, our record on earth doesn't really matter anymore. The things that we've done in this life sort of become washed away because Jesus' record is now... I believe the I believe the verb that's used in scripture a lot is imputed. Jesus' record is imputed onto us. And if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure the word used is imputed. I'm not 100% sure what imputed means. I think, I'm about to look it up here since I can't. I have the internet right in front of me. I think imputed means getting something that you don't deserve. But let's see, Google, what does, hey, these video podcasts are kind of the jam. Like I can, I can. Look at this. What does limelight mean? No, I don't want to know what limelight means. People are people are Googling what does limelight mean? That's kind of funny. What does imputed mean? Imputed. Assigned to something by inference from the value of the products or processes to which it contributes. Estimated. Recovering the initial outlay plus imputed interest. Yeah, that's that's not bad. But what does imputed mean in the Bible? That's what we want. Imputed righteousness is a concept in Christian theology that's relevant to what we're talking about since that is what we're talking about, proposing that the righteousness of Christ is imputed to believers, that is, theirs through faith. So I was kind of close, right? I was, I was at least not too far off. So Jesus' righteousness and his record is imputed onto us by our faith alone. And so it's nothing that we do. It's nothing that we have to earn, and it's nothing that we can work towards, which I've talked about many, many times before on the podcast, and I'll continue to talk about many, many more times in the future because it's so important. But here, we see that we receive his record of righteousness, perfect righteousness, mind you, just by our faith alone. So now, fast forward again, back to the day of judgment. I'm standing there. I've got my man Jesus right by my side. And basically, the way that I view this, again, I'm just a regular dude just trying to figure this out just like everybody else. But the way that I view this is God is going to judge me, but because I've placed my faith in Christ, my judgment doesn't fall on my shoulders. My judgment falls on his shoulders. So God's going to look at me and he's going to say, what have you done with your life? And I'm going to say, I put my belief in this guy. I put my faith in him over and above everything else. So then God is going to turn and look to him 
and say, yes, I know you. I know you very well. You're my beloved son, of which there is nothing wrong, of which there is nothing but perfection. So you, Jim, or you, Mary, or you, John, or you, William, or you, Susie, or you, Jessica, you are perfect in my eyes. All that stuff that you did before, all those sins that you committed, all those lies that you told, all that betrayal and all that deceit and all those bad, bad, bad decisions you made, they just don't matter. They don't matter now that I know that you put your faith in my son Jesus. That's all that's going to matter. And so when I read Romans 2.6, that's what it means to me. In that we are going to be repaid for what we've done. But we're going to be repaid first and foremost through the life, the blood, and the resurrection of Jesus. And that's what ultimately matters. Now, to be fair, my thoughts here are a little bit incomplete, which is not too uncommon for the podcast. But uh, because for those of you that might be you know, a little further in your faith journey and understand Scripture you know, uh, reasonably well, I mean, you start getting into like the different crowns that we're going to receive in heaven, right? Like the crown of life and the crown of this and the crown of that, right? Which is all dependent upon things that we have done in our lives, I believe. It all is dependent upon our actions. So how is that going to be reconciled with judgment, right? Like how are we going to be ultimately judged for that? Honestly, I don't know. I don't know, which is pretty much my response to most things, uh, not only in life, but definitely when it comes to the Bible. <laughs> I'm just learning just like all of you guys are, man. I'm just trying to figure this out. And so a lot of times when I share my thoughts on this podcast, it's not really a one-way thing where I'm saying, oh, here's the answer. Here it is. It's more of like a, hey, take a look at this. Take a look at this with me. And then my hope is that God speaks to you kind of using this as a vessel, using this as a medium to strengthen your walk in a way that makes a ton of sense to you. That may not necessarily be the way that it made sense to me, but it does ultimately draw you you know, closer and nearer to Jesus. I don't know how that works. I honestly openly don't. Maybe one day I will. I hope that one day I'll get to that point where I do kind of have that part figured out. But right now, the crowns of life, judgment, that kind of stuff, I, I don't know. But the one thing that I'm really, really sure of and that I'm basically, you know, and we just lost my backlight. So the, we may have gotten a little dimming effect to kind of set the mood for the end of this podcast. But the one thing that I am fairly sure about, and I'm basically hinging my entire life on this, is that it is ultimately my belief in Jesus that's going to matter the most when judgment comes. Everything else is secondary. Everything else is a distant second and third and fourth. Ultimately, what's going to matter is, did I invite Jesus Jesus into my heart? Did I claim Jesus as my Savior? Did I accept Jesus as the one true only way into God's kingdom? If that's true, which for me it is, and for you, I hope and pray that it either is or will be at some point. If that's true, then judgment's going to go okay. Judgment is not a day to be feared. Judgment is not a day to be afraid of. Judgment is, interestingly enough, a day to look forward to. Judgment is, interestingly you know, enough, a day to celebrate and a day to think, wow, it's finally here. 
right? Like when I think about like, you know, this bodybuilding show that's coming up on November 23rd, just to bring this back to a fitness analogy or fitness illustration that obviously makes a lot of sense to me. You know, I, I know what it feels like on bodybuilding show days where it's like, wow, I've worked so hard, you know, for the last three, six months for this one day. It's finally here. That's a crazy feeling. It's a wild feeling, right? And there are lots of emotions that I go through when it comes to that. It'd be really interesting. I'm sure Autumn feels the same way about like, you know, when we've had our children, right? Like we have Penelope and Eli and now we have a, a, a third on the way. I'm sure that it, it conjures up very similar feelings in an even more intense way. Right, so when I think about these things where you've been working for a really long time, like for for me a bodybuilding show, for Autumn a pregnancy, and then for all of us like our whole lives, you know, hinging on our belief system, and then the day finally comes when you are to answer for how you live that life, I'm like, wow, man, that's not a day to fear, that's a day to be celebrated. Just like I celebrate my bodybuilding shows and just like, you know, both Autumn and I together celebrate the birth of our children. Those are just, those are just like tiny little, just infinitesimal, infinitesimal moments relative or feelings relative to what we're ultimately going to feel when we stand before God with Jesus by our side. So I don't know, man, that's Romans 2, 6, you know. I think this is probably a verse that's going to confuse a lot of people or has confused a lot of people. So maybe I shed a little bit of light on it for you. I really hope that I did. More importantly, I hope that God used this to speak to you in a way that is unique to you, in a way that will speak and sing to your heart in the moments that you're experiencing right now and the circumstances that you're experiencing right now that is going to be unique and individual to only you. And so that's what I really, really, really pray for today. So I hope that you guys got some value from today's podcast. I really hope that I shed a little bit of light into Romans. Uh, if you're looking for a new book to study, I'm only two chapters in. It's already rocked my world. Uh, I can I can vouch for the entire book of Hebrews. It'll totally change your life. But only two chapters in, I feel like I'm going to have a similarly life-changing experience here with Romans. And so uh, I, might, I might toss Romans into the hat if you're looking for something to study. So anyway... I really hope you guys got a little something from us. I will see you guys for the next podcast. I don't know when it will be. I don't know what it will be on, but it'll be a real hoot. I can assure you of that. And hoot could be good or bad or indifferent. You can interpret that however you want to. But uh, I hope you guys have a really great day and we'll see you next time. Hey guys, real quick. Just want to make you guys aware if you don't already know about this. Uh, every Tuesday night, Autumn and I get on Facebook live at 8.15 Central Standard Time for about a half an hour. And man, we just answer questions. We have an open discussion about all things fitness, finance, and faith. And we've been doing this for all of 2018. And it's been a lot of fun. And we really look forward to it every week. And so I want to make you guys aware and invite you guys to join us on the next Tuesday. You know, as your schedule permits, man. I mean, we're all busy. We're all super busy. And so just pop in for a few minutes, you know, just kind of be a casual observer or bring a question or a comment or an issue or whatever. Facebook live every Tuesday night, 815 Central Standard Time. I will see you guys there.